Hey everyone, welcome to Jumpstart presented by Girlboss Radio in partnership with Uber. I'm Jen Rubio, co-founder and chief brand officer of Away, and I'm your host. Over the course of six episodes, my goal is to arm you with the toolkit you need to cash in. I'll take you through the art of crafting the perfect pitch, break down buzzy investor terminology, prep you for a real VC pitch, plus help you translate all the above for your everyday life. Ready to level up? Let's do it. Knowing your audience is the first step to communicating effectively. This episode will break down how to secure funding by getting to know your VC audience a little better. At this stage in the company, I've probably sat in front of dozens, if not over 100 investors. But those first few meetings are really scary. As you gain more traction, you gain more confidence. And now I love talking to investors about our story and our plans and how we can partner together. But in the beginning, you don't have those relationships yet. You're not totally sure on how to pitch your business. So it can be really awkward. It can be frightening. And it's never going to go as you planned. It's important to know that you're there for a reason. Getting your foot in the door is a huge step in the fundraising process. And a lot of what the VC feels about you is going to be based on the confidence that you convey. So let's walk through the key things that a VC wants to hear. They want to know that you have a grasp on market research. At Away, we actually interviewed hundreds of people to design our first suitcase and the perfect product. And it showed that not only were we creating something that we thought was missing, but we had done the work to prove that it was a product that people actually desired. It showed that we were solving a real-world problem and that there was a market for our idea. Another thing to remember is that your idea is going to evolve and so will your product. The Away suitcase now looks nothing like it did in our seed deck. And the thing that's important when you're pitching VCs early on is the conviction that you're the team to execute this idea. Because so many things will come your way. There will be a million different curveballs. And they want to know that you're flexible and can roll with the punches. So really, VCs are interviewing you as you'd get interviewed for a job. They want to know if you can succeed through tough times, because there always are. If you're a single founder, they want to know that you'll be able to recruit the team to make this vision happen. And if you're co-founders, you better believe they'll be looking really closely at your relationship to make sure it'll withstand all the trials and tribulations of starting a company. Not everyone's going to say yes to you. In the beginning, there were a lot of VCs who didn't understand our approach to brand. They wanted to know about the suitcase. They wanted to know why it was so special as a product. They wanted to know about unit economics and how the bag would withstand the test of time. But our approach was totally different. In these conversations, we leaned into the topics that they wanted to discuss. But at the end of the day, we also knew how important brand was to what we were building. And we didn't want to have to explain or rationalize every single thing we ever did. So those VCs didn't end up being the right partners for us. We wouldn't change anything about Away's initial pitch. We'd done a ton of research. We'd really worked with our friends to rehearse it. But that doesn't mean our pitch hasn't evolved over time. As a bigger company, our sites are set on bigger things, our tactics are newer, and our story has evolved. So constantly know how to talk about these things. Your story might even evolve in between pitches. So think about each pitch as a way to iterate and to perfect your story. Don't forget that these meetings are a two-way interview. Yeah, you're raising money from VCs, but you're also interviewing them. You're looking for the perfect partner to grow the business with. So pay attention to things like how they treat you in early meetings, how they respond to your emails. That'll be a big indication of how they treat you down the line. 
There are questions that you can ask a VC when getting to know them and their firm. For example, do they have experience with the same type of company or situation that you're facing? Can they provide significant leverage for you to help you accomplish your goals in addition to the money? Remember, this isn't just a transaction. These people will be your advisors and your partners as you grow your company. So how connected are they in your industry? This isn't important for everyone, but it can really make the difference in choosing the right VC. Has your VC been an entrepreneur as well? Someone with operating experience and who's been on the ground and in your shoes can really give you a broader perspective on things as problems come up. This isn't something a lot of people think about in the beginning, but will you get time and attention from the senior partners? Right now, as you're a small company, you might just be focused on the money, but don't think that this is just a transaction. As you grow, you might need to raise more money, and it's important to have the backing and the attention of senior partners in your VC firms as you need them. In a ways case, Forerunner Ventures was one of the first and earliest investors and letter seed round. They've invested in every single round since, and that kind of support from an investor means the world, not just in an emotional sense, but in a financial sense, and also signals to the larger VC community that this is something that they want to continue to back because they see the growth potential in it. And another really important thing is for you to do your due diligence on the firm and the VCs. Ask if they have references from other entrepreneurs that have lived through all stages of a relationship with them. And then look for references that they didn't give. A lot of VCs will give recommendations for really successful founders of portfolio companies that they've backed in the past, but look for founders that maybe haven't done so well. It'll be a telltale sign of who that VC really is as a person when someone talks you through what they did when things weren't so great. When my co-founder Steph and I were first raising our seed round, I was really nervous to talk to the VCs, and I explained to her that I was not comfortable asking them for money. She really reframed things for me that helped change the way I talk to investors. You're not asking for a favor and you're not asking for anyone to give you money. You're giving them an opportunity to invest in something and potentially make a lot of money. Reframing that in my mind completely changed the way that I went into these pitches. So how should you act when you are finally in the meeting? It's important to be confident, but don't channel something that isn't authentically you because if you get tripped up, it'll be a lot harder to bounce back. Leadership coach Christy Hedges said, if we want to show confidence, we don't have to show confidence like an alpha male. We can show confidence like a strong female, and that's okay. Be yourself and have conviction in your idea. Be clear and concise and think about the things that you really need to get across. The conversation will flow from there. Remember, fundraising is just a sales process. You have to be persistent, you have to follow up, and you have to do it in person to make the most impact so that you can get a read on the room, so that you can feel out the chemistry, and so you can grab their attention. After the meeting, send an email to follow up, and if possible, try to get another meeting in front of them. No matter how good the meeting was, VCs are so busy, they meet with tons of entrepreneurs, listen to dozens of pitches a day. So without the follow-up, it'll be really easy for them to forget you, even if you did a great job. No's are inevitable when you're raising money, and the best thing a VC can do for you if they're not going to invest is to give you a quick no. Appreciate the fast no's, they help you move on. And if you feel comfortable, ask for real feedback. Never waste a no, but don't use that feedback to try to turn them around or debate with them. That won't go over well. In the end, it's not really about playing VCs and outsmarting them. It's about getting them on your own team. So now you know how to talk to a VC in the pitch room, but do you know how to talk to customers? Check back next time for my insider tips on how to go from zero customers to your first hundred. 
In the meantime, find me at, at Jennifer and at Away on Instagram to stay connected. Thanks for listening to this episode of Jumpstart presented by Girl Boss Radio in partnership with Uber. Oh, and hit the subscribe button now. Your inner entrepreneur will thank you.